Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. You're listening to another ambitious entrepreneurnetwork.com podcast. The voice for entrepreneurs and small business. Now, onto the show. Welcome to the Christian Entrepreneurs Podcast. Daily conversations with Christian entrepreneurs to inspire and empower Christian business owners to walk strongly in their faith. Well, build a thriving business that honors him in every way. Now, over to your host, Anne-Marie Cross. Welcome to another episode of the Christian Entrepreneurs Podcast. This is episode 250, brought to you by Podcasting with Purpose, helping you to stand out, be heard, and become known as that influential voice in your industry with a podcast. And I'm your host, Anne-Marie Cross, the Podcasting Queen. My guest today says the journey begins, or to peace begins, when you decide and believe that healing is possible. And joining me on today's show is Dawn McInnes. Dawn is a designer and a life coach who works with busy moms and professionals who desire to create and maintain peace in their daily lives through her one-to-one coaching program, Space to Be Course and the Wellness Toolkit. Through one simple question, God, what do you want me to do? The vision for Dawn's business and the rest of her life began to unfold. It has been an amazing journey ever since, and I'm sure she's going to share a little bit more about that today. Now, on today's show, Dawn is going to share that you don't know what you don't know. Shift your perspective. She's going to talk about if you do not tell yourself who you are, the world will do it for you. And she's also going to talk about peace is your birthright as a child of God and so much more. Welcome to the show, Dawn. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to be here. You are so very welcome. So share a little bit about um, the question that you asked. Let me just repeat it. God, what do you want me to do? And as we said in the introduction, the vision for your business and the rest of your life began to unfold. What was happening at the time that had you ask that question? Well, it was a very uh, chaotic time in my life. Um, there were a lot of health issues that started to pop up in my life. Mm-hmm. Um, in 2015, I was at my um, my desk at my nine to five job, and I noticed that my heart was beating a little rapidly. And I didn't think anything of it. I thought maybe I had too much coffee, or you know, I'm anxious about something, and I ignored it. But it continued to to beat, and I wasn't feeling well. So. Um, it took about three hours for me to finally listen to my body and go to the urgent care facility. Um, once I got there, they told me that I needed to go to the emergency room immediately because I needed um, a blood transfusion. I was severely anemic. Um, and if I didn't get there, I would not make it. So I'm like, okay. <laughs> so if I, I called my husband and I went to the emergency um, emergency room and then I got hooked up. And I'm sitting there like, what is happening? Because the day before I was exercising, I felt great. Mm. And then 24 hours later, I'm in the emergency room watching someone else's blood being pumped into my, my body. Yes. And as I sat there in the hospital room afterwards recovering, I'm like, God, how did I get here? What's, what's going on? Mm. 
a week later, I'm back in the emergency room because now there are blood clots in my lungs. And I'm like, okay, what's really, what's happening? Mm. So I was very, very um, disturbed and very concerned about my well-being. Um, I'm a wife and I'm a mother. So I'm thinking about my family as a result mm. of this. And um, went through the process of, you know, healing from the blood clots. And then I had to have a surgery um, to remove, you know, a, an organ because of all of this happening. And as I was home for those, I believe two months, because I couldn't go to work, I had to heal. I'm like, God, there has to be more for me. This can't be it. What, what do you want me to do? Mm. Why am I here? I mean, you, I'm here for a purpose. I don't know what that is. I thought I was doing everything I was supposed to be doing. And this is not it. If I had died at that point, I know I would not have done all you called me to do. Mm. What do you want me to do? And at that point, I asked him to send me someone to help me get what was in me out. And mm. I was looking for a coach at that time. I didn't, I didn't realize it. And then I finally connected with a life coach that really opened my eyes to see how limited I was viewing my life mm -hmm. and how small I was seeing myself and how I didn't know what I didn't know. I didn't realize who I was. I didn't really get that God's spirit was within me. And that because of that, I am worthy. I'm successful. There's nothing that I cannot do as I'm tapping into his spirit within me. And I started that journey. And then I realized there are other women out there that I need to get this information to that I want to help the same way this coach helped me. Yes. And that's how I started. Wow. Wow. I mean, you know, I, on this show, I have, am so blessed to be able to hear and share stories such as yours, where God really, through an event, gets yes. your attention. That is an event that gets your attention. And, oh, yeah. you know, <laughs> sometimes we, we do, we throw our hands up and it's like, seriously, what's going on, on here? <laughs> so let's talk about that. We don't know what we don't know. And that experience obviously really had you take a step back and reevaluate what is going on, shifting our perspective. For someone that's listening or watching today or even the recording, what are some things that you would want to share with her? And even I'm, I'm sure there's some men who are part yeah. of our community who may be at a crossroads and not yet know it. So what were some insights that you've learned that you now continue to share with your clients that you want to share today? Sure. One thing that I continue to drive home to everyone that I work with is that if you have this this big dream, this vision for your life, these, these things that you have convinced yourself is not possible for you to, to just take a moment to just bear with me and shift your perspective to believing that it is possible, that I can be successful, that I can earn that certain dollar amount so that I can get my purpose out, mm -hmm. that I can have a fulfilling, loving marriage despite my family history, despite what I've been through before. So the big shift is believe that it is possible, mm. especially if it is in alignment with how God created you. Yes. Like for me, um, I've always been a person who desired to see people well. I would see someone sick or sad, and I would immediately, even as a child, go over to them and try and make them feel better. Yeah. Like, oh, don't cry. It's okay. And I would do whatever I could to try and heal them. And right now in my life, that's the same pull I have. It, it hasn't mm -hmm. changed. Mm -hmm. So at the same time, though, I just saw that as something that I just do, not mm. something that I was worthy of being paid for and being compensated for. Yeah. So we have to make that shift into our gifts are not just these 
good things that make us feel good and just help people, but we can also um, earn an income, sustain our families, and really receive what we deserve because of the gift that God has placed in us. Because He's placed it in us for a purpose. Yes. To use for the world, to heal the world. Yeah, absolutely. I want to just ask you a couple of things about that because I'm sure if someone, and, and I was talking about or typing about this this morning to one of my colleagues mm-hmm. where she's in health and wellness coaching too and she said, what's some of the greatest lessons? And for me, it's one of the things that you've said, recognising the patterns of your body. And I know now when I'm starting to get tired or when I need yeah. to just um, rest and I now am in a stage where I can rest without feeling guilty thinking, I oh, know that there's a million things that I need to do. So for thinking about that, knowing what you were were considering and, and doing when you were back in corporate, what were were there one or two things that you continued to really focus on that didn't even enable you to even think that it was possible or even shift your perspective? Because someone who's listening and hearing today may think, well, that's wonderful, Dawn. However, you know, that but. So what is yeah. that but that we need to address some insights around that so someone can even believe that it is possible? Because I think that's often the hurdle, isn't it? The mindset and the beliefs and the, the, what we're telling ourselves. Get rid of the yeah. negative and what's not supportive so that we can start to speak some life and truth and, into what we're saying to ourselves. Right. So the first thing that my coach challenged me to do was write down all of the limiting beliefs that I had. You know, and, you know, uh, getting money is hard. Um, I, I'm not capable of being a business owner. Um, you know, I just want to be comfortable. I just want to have just enough. And then she challenged me to go a step further. Who told you that? Like, when was the first time you heard that? And when I started going through that exercise and seeing that a lot of these beliefs were planted in me from a child, Mm. you know, so it it was the people closest to me. And, you know, when you're a child, you don't challenge what your mother says, what your sibling says, what your parents say. You just receive it and it's true. And as you go along in your life, you continue to build on that belief and you build your life on top of that belief. And then you get to a point where God is starting to open your mind and open your eyes to see, well, this is actually what I have for you. Mm. I know what they said, but this is what I've said. And then there's that, that resistance, like, okay, I know this is what God is saying, but this is all I know. Mm-hmm. And you have to break through that. Um, I guess it's a familial connection that, my family has to be right mm. to where you start walking out your real, your real relationship with God and saying, but what God says is final. Yes. I, you know, I love my family. I love my mom. But what God has said about me is final and I'm going to walk in that. Mm. And that was a big hurdle for me. And I know a lot of people who are brought up in church who have really strong um, family connections it can be very challenging for them to walk away from those connections when God is pulling them to something bigger. Mm-hmm. That's kind of scary and it's kind of, it's unknown to them and they, they struggle, you know, mm-hmm. and they, I trust you God, but this is all I know, you know, help me to reconcile that. And I think that is a big hurdle for many, for many entrepreneurs, especially those who are believers. Yes. You yes. know, we have those really, um, hard roots in church and mm-hmm. what our family has said. And then when it, when God steps in and say, well, this is what I want you to do, mm-hmm. it's kind of like, oh, 
wow, yeah. it's kind of big. Yeah, <laughs> it is very big. You know, and sometimes yeah. I think um, we don't even realize or recognize some of the things that we're repeating to ourselves, often at an unconscious level, because it's just what we've picked up in our muscle. And, and it's until we sit down and actually start to write it down on paper that we can see, hmm. And I think with this, and I want to just mention this to everyone, it's not a blame or a, a shaming exercise no, at all. That may have been true for them or something that that was passed down. There is always, um, you know, aspects of that conversation that was true for them and it's not necessarily true for us, especially when we feel that God's calling us or he's starting to reveal gifts and talents and a calling that he wants us to shift into. So recognizing, I think, that in the first place is such an important um, step forward, shifting our perspective. Then into the next point you want to talk about, if we do not tell ourselves who we are, the world will do it for you. And I, I would imagine that that's similar to with some of those family sayings, beliefs that we yeah. have picked up over the many, many years. That would be true for that too, is start to rewrite what is it that God's telling us, the, what the Bible says to be true, yeah. and what I want to remind ourselves, you know, myself of. Is that an exercise that you continue to do? And what other insights did you do to help you start to shift that? Absolutely. That is actually an exercise that I do every morning. And it's part of what I call uh, my mirror time. So I have a, um, a space that I have in my home, my sacred set aside space where I go every morning and I pray and I journal and I sit in front of the mirror and I tell myself who I am. I tell myself, I repeat who God has said that I am, what he has called me to do, what I am gifted to do. And I do that because as soon as I turn on my phone, turn on the television, walk outside of the door, there is someone or some situation prepared to tell me opposite of what God has told me. So if we don't do the work to get it into our minds first, this is who I am. I am worthy. I am important. I am needed. I am necessary. I'm called for a purpose on purpose. If we don't start filling ourselves with that first, mm -hmm. the world will gladly fill us with what they say. Mm -hmm. You know, you're not good enough. You're too fat. You're, you know, whatever it is. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, and when we are not aware that that filling is happening from the world, we're just wide open. Mm -hmm. We're not filtering any of that information. So, when I create this daily routine of filling myself up with what God has said I am, with what I believe that I am now. And, you know, in the beginning, it was challenging because there was so much of the world thinking in my mind about myself. Mm -hmm. When I would say I'm worthy, I didn't believe it. Yeah. There was resistance there. So for some people and some, some clients, I tell them, start off with, it's possible that I am worthy mm. of good. You know, just just to get over that resistance in your subconscious. You yes. know, sometimes when you just go directly, this is who I am, your mind is like, I don't believe that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you have to do that work. Mm. And I think, no, so, it, yeah, it's such a great reminder what you're, you're sharing here is that it doesn't happen overnight. And some of these beliefs mm. that we've taken on board have been through years and years, sometimes decades. And even when we go back to family reunions, we hear some of this talk going on and it's like, oh my goodness, here it is here now, you know, and, and kind of say a little prayer to, to yourself. 
Share a little bit about what you started to notice as you consistently did this every single morning before you took on the day-to-day tasks. You really leaned in and prayed and reminded yourself what God was, uh, who he said you were. What were some of the noticeable differences? Oh, my goodness. My day went so much more smoothly. And what I mean, there were still challenges. There were still challenges at the office. There's still traffic to get to the office. But my perspective about all of it had shifted. Mm. I didn't see it as all of these, you know, negative things happening to me. I just saw them as things happening. Mm -hmm. I didn't connect myself to them anymore, you know, because if it didn't line up with what God said about me and it was happening, well, that's not for me. So I'm not connecting to that. And I would continue my focus on who I was. So it really helped me to distinguish what was for me and what was just happening around me, Mm. you know, and I was able to make that separation and maintain my peace of mind. Because um, a lot of times when we don't know who we are, we go out into the world and they're kind of pounding us with all of these mm-hmm. opinions and beliefs about who we should be, we lose our inner peace. Yes. We, we're constantly thinking, well, maybe they're right. What I should do that. Maybe I should get that. Why don't I have, you know, and you're just, Reactions. you're beating yourself up inside because you have no inner peace because you don't know who you are. Yeah. When you started to do this and you started to recognize that you were no longer reacting and responding to what was going on, I think that it's to, to reach that is an absolute gift because let me ask you this question. Did you then start to realize how much of the input that previously you were allowing to dictate how you responded, how you felt? Uh, around you we start to realize just how much we were letting externally everything dictate who we were and how we approach things yes yes oh my gosh I I actually full disclosure I cried Mm. the first time I recognized I had surrendered my peace to so many people so many times Mm -hmm. and you know we we start to blame other people you're the reason why this didn't happen and this is why And when you realize, no, I allowed it, I gave it to them. Mm. I said, here, take my peace and move me and throw me all around the place emotionally. Mm -hmm. And when I realized that I had a choice to do that and I've been given up my choice, it really really hurt me a, a lot because I had gone through many relationships, many situations where I just felt powerless. I felt they were dominating me or they were manipulating me. And when I realized, no, they were doing what I allowed them to do, mm. it really, um, it really hit me in a in a major way. And I, and I realized, Dawn, you are a lot more powerful than you realize. Mm-hmm. And now it's time to take back your power and walk in it. Yes. And and I, um, I don't allow that to happen anymore. And mm-hmm. it's not um, initially when <laughs> when I started learning this discipline, I was doing it with like a lot of force and you're not taking advantage of me anymore. And then once I got to the other side of that, when I realized no one is trying to harm me, Mm. you know, they're, they're doing what I'm allowing them to do. And when I establish that boundary, they either agree with it or they don't. And they Mm. have the option to engage with me or not. And it's that simple. It doesn't have to be more than that. Mm. And now I, I establish my boundaries and I walk in my peace with ease. It's nothing that I have to force. It's nothing that I have to, declare to anyone it's just who I am and people see that on you they see when you are no longer um 
unshakable. Mm. They can see it, you yeah. know? Oh, absolutely. And as you said, it's the greatest gift to walk in that and just to rest in that truth about yourself. Yeah, so true, true. And I think there's a, a level of inner confidence that only comes through the Holy Spirit work working through yeah. you, you know, the gifts and, and the fruits of the Spirit, I should say. And until you start to see that transformation and feel that transformation and you compare to how you were previously, you can really see, wow, there's a peace. And what I, I mean, sometimes I will read something online and, it, and, and, and just as I'm about to, and it's like, hang on a minute, just settle down, walk mm -hmm. away. All right, Lord, help me see this uh, in the way in which you would want me to respond. And then sometimes it's, you know, what's not even worth a response, don't need to respond. Or how about I respond this way so that we don't react out of fear, out of, um, you know, discouragement or whatever. It's a far, I know what you're saying, far more peaceful yeah. approach, which, um, you know, it, and it doesn't challenge our self-worth. Because often when we're reacting and responding to the external wor world and what's going on, it's almost as if we have to validate our self-worth, yeah. but we know we don't need to because yeah. we are children of God, who he says we are, and this does not come from an arrogance place, but rather just a, a confidence knowing that all will be okay because it yeah. will all be okay. It's already destined yeah. and determined. Um, it's just our approach to it. Share a little bit about some of the Bible verses that you found over that time because this can be a learning journey and it's different. The time span for everyone can take someone months, can take someone yeah. years, can even have little triggers that, oh, there's that, there's that thing again, but we know <laughs> now how best to respond. So what were the, some of the Bible verses that you know really helpful? Oh, my goodness. One that really kept me as I was going along this journey and kind of reprogramming the way I thought about myself and the way I thought about God um, was Isaiah 26, three. He will keep in perfect peace. He whose mind has stayed on him, mm -hmm. on God. And I just kept remembering that, like, keep focusing on what God is saying and he will keep you in peace. Yes. You know, you'll have peace of mind. You'll have peace in your surroundings. But keep focusing on God and what God is saying and what mm -hmm. God is calling you to do and what the Holy Spirit is nudging you to do. Not on the bills, not on the challenging relationships, not on, you know, challenges at work. Focus on what God is saying, mm -hmm. despite what you're seeing. So that was um, a verse that really still keeps me today. Mm -hmm. um, and one that I've seen before, but I saw completely different this year. <laughs> Like, I know this verse has always been in here, but why am I just seeing yeah. this? <laughs> and it was Hebrews 6.10. And I'm going to read it from um, the New Living Translation. It says, for God is not unjust. He will not forget how hard you have worked for him and how you have shown your love to him by caring for other believers as you still do. And that one really keeps me in terms of my business and my coaching mm -hmm. um, because there are times when I'm sharing, I'm desiring to help people, I'm desiring to show them that, you know, your peace is a choice and you don't have to live this life of chaos. Mm -hmm. And it can be frustrating at times when people are not receiving it or they're not reaching out. You know, as a business person, mm -hmm. it's a business, so you want to create sales. And there are times when I get frustrated. I'm like, well, God, I'm doing what you're telling me to do. I'm sharing and no one is, you know, engaging with me. And then I look at that verse and I remember, keep doing what you're doing. Mm. 
God is going to take care of all that. Keep doing. He knows that you are desiring to heal people for mm -hmm. his purposes. Mm -hmm. Keep going. Yes. Don't get bogged down on the results. He'll handle the how. You just keep going. So those two have been really, um, really powerful for me. Yeah. Thank you for sharing that. And I think, you know, as we walk this journey, there are different Bible verses that we can read. And then all of a sudden we see it in a far different viewpoint yeah. or perspective. Uh, but what's really important, I think, is, is a reminder of pulling out those verses that are very meaningful as he continues to heal and strengthen in that area. Do you look back now on certain situations that you knew would have had you react in a far different way? However, now because of the journey of healing, of prayer, of reminding yourself, speaking these words of truth and love and peace over yourself through the Bible, verses that you, one of them that you've just shared or a few of them, that you see yourself now reacting quite differently and sometimes not even reacting at all. It's just, you notice a, a remarkable difference now? I do. And something that I, I recognize that I do when it comes to a person who may be um, engaging with me and they're very upset or they're just angry, I find myself thinking they're not even aware of what they're doing right now. And they're hurt right now. I need to help them to relieve that hurt. Now, in the past, I would have been crafting my response. I would have been getting offended. <laughs> and, or on the flip side of being angry, I would think, what did I do? Mm -hmm. I must have done something wrong. Did I say something to offend them? And it's completely different. My focus back then was on me. Mm -hmm. How did this affect me? How did I do? I, I, I. And now I'm noticing they're hurt. Their mm. response is the response of someone who is hurt inside. How can I help them? Mm. So I'm recognizing now that I know who I am. I know who God has called me to. I know that I am worthy. I am accepted. I am needed and I'm necessary. From that space, I am not um, threatened or challenged when someone comes to me with a disagreement mm -hmm. because I'm seeing through their hurt. And it and it gives me a completely different perspective of when Christ was on the cross and he said, Father, forgive them. They don't know what they're doing. Mm -hmm. That is how I look at people now. And it's only because, like Christ, I know who I am and I know what I'm here to do. Yeah. And I know you are not aware of that yet. So I forgive you for what you're doing. I'm going to try and help you. Yeah. Also, too, I think, you know, sometimes what we assume as Christians that everything will be perfect, which is absolutely far from the truth. In fact, you know, sometimes we are learning these lessons because we are going to need them every single day. Absolutely. However, I think when once we do have these go to verses, we can sling them around, you know, the sword of the spirit <laughs> all day if, if we need to. However, when we do, I mean, I mean, there's still things that do trigger me, but, and I'd love you to speak into this as we close. As you do have those situations, you're far more able to take that step back, remind yourself of what the truth is so that you don't go down that spiral yes. and, and all of the different things that you said how you would do. Because I know that that conversation and the arguments, and if she says this, I'm going to say this, that all of a sudden you've had a five or ten minute conversation in your own head thinking, well, that was a real waste of energy, wasn't it? And it doesn't turn out that way. Everything's fine. Um, but do you notice that as well? Things can just... I do. I absolutely do. I've, I've worked myself up for a response that never happens. Yeah. And I'm like, well, why did you feel threatened? Why did you do all that? Mm. And um, I really believe that uh, 
when you take the initiative to start this journey and to really walk in who God calls you to be, whatever the industry, whatever the work is, and when you, you, you've done the internal work of knowing who you are and being very firm and sure about that, when you go out into the world and have to engage with people, have discussions and interactions and business deals, whatever that is, um, that piece will translate into whatever you're doing, yes. into your conversations, into your business deals, into your contracts. And what I've noticed is that people will begin to see there's something different about you. Yes. And they will begin they will begin to wonder what does she have? What is she doing? What yeah. is she about? And that opens up a conversation for you to really share with them, well, it's not that, you know, I'm perfect. It's mm. not that I don't I don't get upset. <laughs> it's not that things don't bother me and really hurt me. It's because I've chosen to believe what God has said. Mm. And this is what he said about me. Yes. And honestly, yes. this is what he says about you if you would just listen to him. Mm. I think as you, you just reminded us there of how important it is because if we react in a certain way that is far, you know, the opposite of peaceful, uh, wanting to come, you know, compassion and empathy for the other person. You may not necessarily agree with them. However, you're not going to react in a way that is just going to um, have no conversation going anywhere on uh, both parties and end up, you know, walking away feeling horrible. But I think, you know, it's such a great reminder that it's important we do go through this because if we respond in such a way that has, as you mentioned, someone take note and say, I love the way in which you've approached that. What What's different about you? That gives us an opportunity to speak yes. with truth and love and how often we do react. And sometimes, it, you know, when people know we're Christians, we say, if that's the way Christians respond, then I don't want any of it. And, you know, we're all ambassadors of Christ and uh, may we go through our conversations. It doesn't matter. You know, just the other day I was speaking to someone and I just smiled and said, we're just going to have to disagree uh, or agree to disagree on that one. You know, and, and you can do so and, com you know, have conversations with a level of respect, I think, with others. And that will speak so much more, I think, into that other person than uh, if we, we both are reacting. So I love this conversation. So, so very important, I think. Dawn, share with people how they can connect with you and find out more about the, uh, the support that you offer. Sure. So I am on social media, Facebook and Instagram at Atmospheres of Wellness. Um, and I have a website, atmospheresofwellness.com, and you can go there and see more about my, my coaching, my wellness toolkit, and the other courses and resources that I have online. And um, at the end of this year, actually, I am going to be releasing my first book. It's going to be called Space to Be, Discovering a Life of Peace in Five Steps. So that's coming also. Fabulous. Lots of exciting things there in the horizon. And, of course, what you're doing now, which speaks beautifully into some of the things we've just touched upon. And you can access all of that. We've put all of Dawn's details on our show notes, ambitiousentrepreneurnetwork.com forward slash TCE250. Dawn, may I finish with a word of prayer before we finish the show? 
Absolutely. Okay, let's pray. Father God, thank you for the opportunity to speak with John today and just being reminded of how important it is to recognize the things that we are saying to ourselves, the things that we are thinking that are just not true and not what you say about us. So Father, we just ask that the Holy Spirit will continue to guide us to help us shift our perspective. For the people who are listening today, maybe they're struggling with that too. Father, we just want to pray that the Holy Spirit will allow to speak truth and love and who we are, that our identity is not in who the world says we are, but rather in who you say we are. And how we are reminded of that, Lord, is to read your word and to pray about that so that we can hear you speak into our lives. Father, we just want to ask for your continued blessing on the work that Dawn is doing. So many of us men and women, Father, we're living a lie that the enemy is t is telling us that it is it's so untrue and is stopping us from walking into the purpose and the calling that you have for us. So, Father, we just want to break and bind that in the name of Jesus, that they too will find out who they are, that they can then start to um, really experience the peace that Dawn was sharing that she now experiences. And we just want to ask all these things in the precious name of your son, Jesus. Amen. Amen. Thank you so Amen. much for coming on the show. Everything that you've spoken about today just encapsulates just wonderfully the things that I've experienced as well mm -hmm. in my life over the last you know number of years. And that peace that Jesus says, you know, he is the peace. He really yeah. is the peace. There are moments where things were just hitting the fan left, right and centre and it was like, whoa, I just, you know what, you handle this, Lord. You take the wheel. In fact, take all of the wheels because this is just too much for me and just this level of calmness that can only be explained if you experience that. It is there. It's available for all of us. Um, and let's to seek that with a purpose and a passion because then, you know, he can work through us so that we can then show others um, that that is available to them as well and how much that they are, are loved. So thank you so much for coming on the show. Absolutely. Thank you again for having me. You've been listening to the Christian Entrepreneurs Podcast, brought to you by podcastingwithpurpose.com. Stand out, be heard, influence. Want to influence real change with your own podcast? Access our free podcast training, including no-cost and low-cost tools and podcast production workflow checklist to get you started at www.podcastingwithpurpose.com forward slash mini training. That's podcastingwithpurpose.com forward slash mini training. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com. <laughs>